0: What's up, everybody? Today on the podcast, we have Jimmy Kilius. Um, It is a repeat guest. Uh, For one thing, he's one of our best friends in comedy. Two, he's done Grindstone more than anyone other than me or Brandon. So we wanted to bring him on while we were going to talk about that. Um, Because Grindstone, we don't know for sure that it's uh, not going to be a thing anymore, but we're pretty positive. They got new ownership. Uh, they canceled last Friday's show out of nowhere, um, so you'll hear us talk about that on the podcast. It's just—it's uh, not a great, like, not a great room, but it's just something that uh, we've been doing for a long time, um, and you know, it's something—it's something on Friday nights that we normally don't have um, in the Cleveland comedy scene. Usually, if you're not doing a club or if you can't get a guest spot at a club you're not doing comedy on friday nights in cleveland unless you created your own shows which a lot of people have done Um, but those are usually one-offs or whatever this was the only weekly show we had on friday nights and uh it's gonna be missed if for nothing else than the free food that they gave us um that was cool but we did this show for a long time it started way back um Way back before the pandemic, um, when we first started doing comedy, it was probably only a couple months in when I started hosting that room. Um And then later, on after the pandemic, Pep completely passed it off to Brandon. Um, but it it was a good room sometimes. It was a bad room sometimes. If you ever came on a Tuesday, you know it was a fucking terrible room on a Tuesday night. Uh, but we had some really good Friday nights there we saw some great shows we had some great crowds we had people get thrown out we had people get drinks thrown at them we did the outdoor shows it's just been a long long time uh that we've been associated with grindstone tap house and uh it's sad to see it go but hopefully they can work something out and uh, it won't be done but I'm not too hopeful, so we'll see, but this was a great episode of the podcast, Um, we got really off off topic and started talking about restaurants for like half an hour, working in restaurants and whatnot, and I didn't think you guys really needed to hear that, so I edited that out, that'll be on the Patreon, which will be coming soon, I know I've been telling you that for two weeks, but promise I'm gonna get it done, I've been really busy sorry just listen to this episode be satisfied and then you can give us money later okay have a great week everybody got out of the shower
1: my hair's long it takes a while for it to dry
0: (laughs) so he did just get out of the shower
1: yeah like an hour ago
0: yeah okay man yeah what's um, up guys not shit um i woke up late as fuck today i (laughs) i didn't get like any sleep all week dude like i was i was just out late like thursday like squire's show ended at nine but i was still there until like i don't know like eleven thirty, probably
1: yeah i probably left at like twelve
0: thirty ish yeah so i didn't and get I home until like fucking... twelve fifteen. had to wake up at five for work so Ooh.
2: Yeah. how was the squire show
0: it was awesome it was fun it was good it was, it was good yeah it was a uh, little little bit of like technical difficulties in the beginning um uh, but then they switched microphones, and it seemed to get a lot better. So mm-hmm. just kind of working the kinks out, you know? Yeah.
2: Cool. I always figured Tremont would be a good place for comedy. It seems oh, like they were, people were interested. awesome.
0: Yeah. So it's, like, just a bunch of rich people walking around looking for something to do or, like, paying. A lot, of, a lot of
1: foot traffic in that area yeah. and that part, too. So, like, you just get a lot of people that just, like, walk
0: in or, like. Yeah. yeah, that's what hey. happens at imposters all the time, too, like. You'll yep. be able to walk by and see that there's a comedy show going on through the window, and they'll be like, "Can I come in?" I'm like, <laughs> <laughs> that's kind of weird. Uh, no, I think that's going to be a good hang. Like every Thursday night, it's yeah. I mean, it's a cool, it's a cool bar too. I keep um,
2: forgetting it's every Thursday.
0: Yeah, that's crazy. It's a lot. Yeah, and they're booked up till like, like middle of December, as far as I've heard. Like I've heard people tell me they're on it in December.
1: Yeah, I'm on
2: it early November, I think.
0: I'm on it uh, November 18th. I think is my date. Yeah, I was the uh, very first comic to go <laughs> to go on, <laughs> on that show. So you
2: you had the technical difficulties. I was though, the ultimate happened, right?
0: bullet person. Yeah, um, not really. I mean, I thought my I thought the sound was okay for my set. Um, it's just like I, I don't like wireless microphones that much. they always like, fuck up.
1: Yeah, well and I don't it know like circle like, like a weird place on the stage that you're like it uh, starts screeching.
0: Yeah, and it was the first time uh Josh Morrow ever saw me do a set and he was like, Dude, that's really funny shit. He's like, but when you uh he's like, but when you say the kitten like got hit by the car and you hit the mic on your hand, you should hit a, a little harder. It would probably get a bigger laugh. And I was like Yeah, I do, but I didn't want to like break the fucking mic, you know, like (laughs) I'm so paranoid about hitting a wireless mic on my hand because I just think like they're so sensitive, like it's just going to fucking not work and then we're not going to have a mic for the rest of the fucking show.
2: Shit, back when Larry tried to use one at Grindstone in the beginning, I just remember there was like a certain spot on the stage where it would just get really, really loud for no reason. I to this day will never know why that spot was the way it was. We shifted speakers around. We did everything.
1: It's, it, yeah, it's probably like a frequency thing. Like just that's that's my experience. Every time I use like a weird like wireless microphone, it's always someplace where you just see slightly move, and uh, it just like the the speaker just starts hissing and like screeching and stuff.
0: Yeah, I I took a video of my set, and it's not very good because it, it was in a bad it was in a bad spot. Um, there's a
1: lot of people. There's no good place to really like set up and record yourself because of like just how the how many people were there and like how the bars set up.
0: Yeah, I couldn't get my tri- my new tripod to work either. Like it kept falling over, and I'm, so I got to figure that out. But um, so I just propped it up on the tripod on top of this barrel, like right next to the stage, mm-hmm. and it just like it it just wasn't a good spot for it. But it was funny at the beginning of the video. Uh, I don't even remember him saying this, but you see Bill be like, all right, so comics stand right here and hold the yeah. mic right here <laughs> like it's a tasty dick or something like that. He's, and I was I was like, I don't remember him saying that, but that's basically what I did the whole time. I just stood still. I feel awkward on just when I just had to stand still the whole time because I know if I move, the mic's going to buzz. That happens at Grindstone a lot. But, True that. Yeah, I guess not anymore.
1: Uh, yeah what's the <laughs> deal with that how's that going is it officially done or
2: uh we didn't tell them about this yet uh, all right no uh, you remember uh, those uh those mennonite women that you made cry yeah they uh, i guess they're really good friends with the new owners
1: now shut the fuck up fuck you
2: uh, <laughs> <laughs> i knew that wouldn't work I knew that one. <laughs>
1: <was> like, "Oh, <laughs> dude, that'd be awesome, though." <laughs> that would
2: be. That would be. Jimmy, not only killed the room for the night, he killed him permanently. Killed him
3: for
1: fucking ever, Somebody dude. That's
0: so fucking funny. Somebody told me they man. were like, "You should." Uh, they're like, "You should tell Jimmy that." You should tell Jimmy that uh, that they're the new owners are backed by the Bank of the Mennonites. <laughs> oh yeah, so sure they have a whole bunch of money, like
1: they're fucking hay pennies. <laughs> All that
0: wicker chair furniture is uh that's just a, that's don't a lucrative offer. industry yeah. and uh... No, but they didn't even they didn't even tell Brandon that it was cancelled. He found out through somebody else.
2: Not like, like the show was, was canceled. canceled, like literally the individual show, not the yeah. entire like show itself. Night. But
0: yeah. No, Paul they Runevich. they
2: texted me. Well uh Paul Runovich actually tried to get a table. He tried to reserve one or his wife did or whatever. Mm-hmm. And uh he texted me at like nine p.m. the Paul night Runevich. before. The, the older guy that does Hatfields a lot. Oh, um, that guy. That
1: guy's yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. He, uh, <laughs> he's a fun dude, but he always he brings like a ton of people and was trying to reserve a table for a ton of people. And yeah. I texted me Thursday night when I was doing the crowd work show mm-hmm. that uh, his wife had tried to reserve the table <coughs> and they told her, they told her it was canceled. So I was kind of pissed about that because not only was it the night before, but they didn't even let me know.
0: So yeah. it's fucked up.
2: Yeah. After They're probably that, like,
0: oh
1: well like is not that important. Those guys don't have anything going on, whatever. They
2: should sure <laughs> kinda of why I'm like calling it a rap. I think uh grindstone's no, over.
0: It's fucked up, man. Like that's our that was our one weekly show that, that's not at a club. Like it it yeah. sucks.
2: Friday nights and really yeah. had good ones and
1: every time I was hungry, I was like, Hey Brandon. <laughs> <laughs> you <made a> spot. <laughs> oh uh, yeah. i think that's is this a good time to like negotiate for it dude um i think it's funny out of it be like another,
0: hey i think it's just better to go to another venue honestly i mean dude if they're if they're the type of people that are going to cancel the show without telling the person that runs it like that's pretty shady i don't yeah, yeah
2: that's kind of where i'm at with it. Yeah. i mean I my that. ears to the ground and i'm willing to talk to them and see what's up but now i mean before i was willing to maybe change a few things but now at this point i'm kind of like nah the show's going to be the way it was everything's going to work the way it was otherwise i'm just going to a different venue yeah right i I Uh, I mean it could be
1: like him trying to work out some kinks uh taking over like a new restaurant it might have been just like a fluke thing where it's like oh yeah we did this fundraiser because like i have friends like, that guy probably had, like, friends coming in for the fundraiser. And it's like, yeah, I'm going to try to, like, stir up business for my new restaurant. It, it, it might have been just, like, a misunderstanding. I would definitely, you know, see what his opinion is and see, you know, if he can negotiate or if he's willing to keep it how it is. I would definitely talk to him first before just be like, fuck it. But yeah, you know, it might be
0: time for a new, uh, a new venue. Last night... I, I uh, saw Big J Hokerson do two sets at Hilarity's and I was blown away. Like I've never, I've never seen him before. Um, like I just, I just like, I don't know. Like I heard the name of his podcast and I was like, this guy's probably not for me. What What <laughs> is it again? The Legion of skanks. Yeah. And, uh, yeah. and uh, then I heard he had a podcast with, with Dan Soder and that got me like a little interested. And then I saw him last night and i Basically, like walk into my car. I subscribe to the Bonfire, which is his podcast that he has with Dan Soder. I'm just start listening to that. But he was just incredible. He it's one of those like crowd work guys that he also incorporates material into his set. It's not like Rich Ross where he does five minutes of material and the rest is crowd work. Like he actually has a lot of material. Um, yeah. But he's one of those guys that like does crowd work to where he like gets the crowd like like he like he'll like take something from one table that he did and like use it with another table like it's it's pretty it, it was pretty interesting to see it was really cool um but yeah um the fact that he did two different hours was just incredible to me that's insane didn't hear one joke the the second time that I heard the first time Wow. Wow, that <laughs> is crazy. Yeah. Uh, is
1: he like working on like a new album or anything, did he say, or just
0: I don't know. It... How was uh how's everybody else? Um we didn't see Ray because you know, you always like typically whenever you're a comedian yeah. and you go to Hilarities, you go in after the host is done.
3: Mm-hmm.
0: Um, but Mary was awesome. I mean, it's cool to me to like see her doing the jokes about her dad now and and how well they do and how happy she looks because of how well they're, you know, like it's, yeah. it's cool to see somebody do something like that to work on their own shit and it ends up being like really rewarding for them. And and people in the crowd, there was one weird dude last night when, uh, when she like and it said she was about to do the jokes about her dad dying. That was mm-hmm. like that was like, Hell yeah, or something like that. <laughs> she was like <laughs> it's fucking weird. It's a weird reaction.
2: <laughs> I think it's weird to preface your jokes beforehand and tell people what your jokes are about to be about.
1: Yeah. Right sometimes people know. like really clench up when you just like surprise them on some shit with that and they're like, Ugh. so like Yeah, it helps Usually out. when she gives a warning, they they do a lot better.
0: Yeah, Squire does yeah. the same thing with whenever he's about to do dark dark shit. He like warns the crowd that he's about to go dark. And then, Damn. Yeah, and it works. I mean, it, it does. It's if you're going that dark, like like if you're talking about death, or if you're talking about like like Squire does the one nine eleven joke or whatever. Like if you're doing stuff like that. Like I think it. I think it probably helps to give a warning. <laughs> you know. I mean, it's,
1: it's. I think it depends on like the situation. Yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. It's, it's, uh, I don't know. Dark humor is weird because, like, I, like, a lot of people think that kitten joke is dark, and I don't think so. Like, it's. <laughs> I, mean, I think it's a joke that
1: involves running over a kid.
0: Yeah, but it's dark. It's happy. What? You, you know what I think's hilarious about that joke is that, like, people don't realize that, like, the kitten still died. Like, <laughs> you know, like, it's yeah. like. They're <laughs> Like, I still hit the kitten, and the kitten still died. Like, that really happened. <laughs> like,
1: that's what I'm concerned about. I don't <laughs> give a shit about the kid. I'm like, fucking.
2: Yeah. Yeah. yeah, right.
1: Don't don't run over a little kitten. That's that's where I have the problem with the joke. I'm like, John, like, really? <laughs> kitten murder? Yeah. In 2021, almost
2: 2022? What
0: an lord. Yeah, I right. I Too far.
2: Haven't we suffered uh, enough this year?
0: Yeah. I should have I hit up Mike Leiby and moved to Austin.
2: Yeah. Stop the steal. But yeah, I don't know. I, I think it, there's an air of like ridiculousness to like some car just coming and hitting the kid. Like, I, I don't know why I view it as like such a scary movie style shot of like some kid holding a kitten and not even so much as another car. Like I imagine like a bus just coming and then the kids just like not even there anymore in the scene. And John's just like, oh, my God, you know, (laughs) I think there's just an air of ridiculousness to that, that it's hard for me to see anybody clinching up on because they obviously know that part didn't happen. Yeah. Now they might be questioning whether the kitten still died. That's fine. But knowing that that obviously didn't happen and he's just being ridiculous to me, seems like how you get away with doing a joke that might be considered dark.
0: Yeah. People ask me about that after shows sometimes. and I'm like, yeah, that's. That really happened and and uh like I really hit a kitten and a little girl really ran out crying and picked it up on the street and it was fucking heartbreaking. (laughs) Like it was terrible. Did that part really happen? Yeah. You actually hit a cat?
1: Yeah. I thought the whole thing was just bullshit.
0: No. No. Did you stop and were like, I'm sorry, or did you just keep going? No, it was a busy road. So like I that was my excuse for not stopping. (laughs) But she no, I wasn't one. gonna. I wasn't gonna fucking stop and like talk to this little girl about killing her kitten. Like that, you could have bought her a new kitten. You don't have to buy kittens. I yeah, I could have just found one. We could have gotten. Yeah, you could have gotten her a new kitten, made yeah. it right. I mean, it's just yeah. a kitten. Yeah, that's true. I guess I was kind of you, dick about it. No, yeah. the the whole joke. Like I didn't even think about telling that as a joke. I was telling Brian Gallagher's wife, Julie, out on the patio at Red Fox that story. Mm and and she was like and she was like looking at me and I was like, what?" And she was like, oh, I thought you were gonna say the little girl got hit by the car and I was like, no, but that's fucking funny." <laughs> and I started I thought going. you were
1: gonna be like she was just looking at me like I'm a monster. no I ran over <laughs> she this like girl's ex- pet.
0: she like expected like more more to the story and I was like, no, that's it, that's all that happened. And she said she thought the little girl was gonna get hit by the car and I was like, No, but that's good. I'm gonna use that. Yeah, I can't believe you actually hit the kitten. You're worse than Carter. Dude, it was Who killed oh, his best not, friend's dog? It was not my fault. Like it was there's was nothing I could Oh, you do. did not
1: have control over the vehicle. Yeah. Always dude, I, had,
0: I literally not. it was it was on it was on Second Street in Cuyahoga Falls, where at the time it was it was one way and it was three lanes. And I legit had cars on both sides of me, so I couldn't fucking swerve. Like, it was too late to slam on the brakes. Like, it just, I had nothing I could do. It was, Maybe. Did, did you it even slow down? You just, like, ran it over flat? And just I figured gone. if I slowed down, it might, like, make it more miserable. So, I just. So you were looking I, for, like, a I, I clean fucking killer. hit the brakes, Jimmy. It didn't work. Right? Yeah. <laughs> like, <laughs> it was a
2: quick, painless death for this cat. Like, yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. That'd be fucked up. It'd fuck it. Sped up.
2: maybe they should have put a kitten crossing sign up and then worked out a kitten union and then they could cross the road like your other joke i
0: have tried to use that as a tag so many times and it doesn't work it fucking i'd be i would say uh after the joke i'd be like I'd be like, yeah, you know, these kittens don't have unions or something like that, and it just didn't. (laughs) I just couldn't get it. People didn't pick it up. Yeah. Uh, No, but uh, yeah, man, it's crazy. It's crazy to me. Like, I'm, I'm getting better at crowd work. I know you guys have been better than me at it for for a while. Um, I just just
1: assault the audience. I Um, mean, what are you gonna
0: do? Like, that's what. Like, I heard Sam. Like nothing else is funny except for yeah, I, 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 yeah,
1: that's true. You don't have to be. I mean, I, I don't know. There's a way to do it where you don't make a table of Amish women cry.
3: Oh yeah, um, you don't
1: have to do that. Jimmy has a yet. <laughs> <it? laughs>
3: uh,
1: they're men. But I realized yeah. I, I realized i doing that at like the funny stop show. I'm like, oh man, I should probably dial it back just like a notch, and then I'll be like gold. Yeah, you know. Yeah,
2: it's, Jason Maldonado is always really good at uh. Going after the crowd, but not in like a mean way. I don't know how he managed Because he's like hood. low
1: energy. You don't like you, you don't have to like see like I'm I'm really high energy when I do it. So it comes off like super crazy and aggressive. Like yeah. Jason Malturno goes there and he's just like meh like you, like you know what I mean? Just like his normal like stage and not that he's like meh on stage, but like he's very calm and like collected when he does it, you know?
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, Dude, it is really underrated. really underrated. Is uh, Josh Walczko? He is Josh Walczko is incredible with crowd work. He's, I haven't seen from, him that much. Dude. Yeah, I was gonna
2: say he'd be rated normally if he like came out more than once a month. Sure, Yeah, yeah He time, always does well in that I once a month, yeah, but I've it's seen just him do weird.
0: Control twice and he's killed it both times. Oh yeah, killed. I saw him one time when I was first starting out. Um, uh, answer this lady's cell phone. On stage (laughs) and talk talk to her mom, like through the. It was fucking hilarious. It was so good. I was like, God damn it, I want to do that at some point (laughs) and do a comedy. I mean, uh, who was it? Uh, Eric Andre ended his last special by talking to some dude's mom. Oh,
1: yeah. Did 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 he call his mom? That dude's mom? Yeah.
0: Yeah. They like FaceTime. Yeah, that's a little different, I guess.
2: (laughs) It seems more planned.
0: Mm -hmm. Well, we got uh, a couple news stories to get to. I only picked like three for today. Um, This is from uh, CBS News. ISIS is coming to America, guys. Thought they were already here.
4: (laughs) Good evening and thank you for joining us as we begin this Halloween weekend with a very real threat. Tonight, security is being beefed up at malls and shopping centers just outside here in the nation's capital. This is all stemming from what authorities say is a credible threat from ISIS to attack sometime in the next few days. The terror group has been working to incite attacks inside the U.S. and has been emboldened by the American withdrawal from Afghanistan. This new threat comes at a busy time. It's not just Halloween weekend. But Virginia is also about to elect a new governor. Well, there's a lot of new information to get to, and CBS's Katherine Harridge leads us off tonight from here in Washington. Good evening, Katherine.
5: Nor tonight, law enforcement officials say they are acting at an abundance of caution, but it's also clear they are actively assessing this new intelligence. Police in Northern Virginia, just outside Washington, D.C., are on a heightened state of alert. A new law enforcement warning of a potential threat against malls and shopping centers.
6: We have increased our police presence throughout the county to include major thoroughfares, transit hubs, shopping plazas, and shopping malls.
5: Sources tell CBS News the threat originated with ISIS, the international terrorist group, and is the basis for the alert. Police say the increased law enforcement presence will be in place through the Halloween weekend.
6: It's just our responsibility to have a greater presence, uh, to be more aware, and to ask the community to have their eyes and ears peeled uh, for suspicious activities.
5: ISIS has been more active since the U.S. withdrawal from Afghanistan in August. Officials say threats from the group and al-Qaeda are accelerating. Homeland Security's intelligence chief said this week the terror groups want individuals to act on their own, so-called lone wolf attacks overseas and at home.
6: Right now we're seeing a dramatic increase or an increase uh, in online activity by media operations associated with different al-Qaeda elements uh, and the Islamic
5: State. As in...
0: This is how you know that ISIS Isn't like a big threat Is they're like We're gonna attack malls like <laughs> Yeah who are they gonna shoot up Nobody's
1: gonna be at the mall on Halloween Wait until Christmas at least
3: uh, they clearly Like the busiest the
1: shopping season <laughs> yeah. Why would they go Halloween weekend Where's everybody at the mall well,
2: <laughs> They might end up having a Black Friday blowout But it'll probably yeah. be A little ways Fuck from it. now
0: Dude, I have you been till mall Christmas mall in the past, like, year or so?
2: Just stopping in to get something from, like, Annie Ann's or something, you're like, oh my god, this place is dead. It is. This, there's yeah, it's here. sad.
1: It's, like, <laughs> fucking sad, because, like, we all remember, like, the, the mall, like, when you were a kid, and it was, like, super busy, and it's just, like, dude, there's no stores. It looks like a fucking, like, zombie, like, like level in a video dude, game. Dude,
0: when, when I was in, like, eighth and ninth grade, like, I used to Go hang out at the mall, like that would right. Like it was, like our parents. there's just nothing, (laughs) nobody there. Um, I think
2: the one by me still closes at like six or seven or something. It's not, yeah. There's nothing going except the movie theater. I mean, if they blow up the movie theater, we might be fucked. But that's about the only thing that's going on. Nobody's at
0: movie theaters now. Nobody's at movie theater. Nobody's at the fucking mall. If you wanted, if you wanted to film like a zombie apocalypse movie or something, right now. Chapel Hill Mall would be the perfect fucking spot. Like there's That's
1: that's permanently closed,
0: right? Like no, it's still open. Um but there's like know. five stores and like two places in the food court still open. It's about oh, to yeah. it's about to close. They're about to uh, make it an Amazon fulfillment center, I think. Um but it's like I, I went there recently because they still had a They still had a footlocker that was open. So I went up there and I was looking to see if they had any new air forces or anything. And it it looked like the guy like selling shoes out of his trunk. Like, you know, (laughs) it was like just very, they had like, they had like these plastic shelves on the wall and there's just like eight of them. With like eight different, wow. eight different shoes, whatever. Like this is weird as fuck to see a Footlocker looking like this. Yeah. Uh,
2: Just imagine the guy negotiating you, negotiating with you like a vendor from the West Side Market or something. You're like, I want three oranges. And he's like, twenty. You take all the oranges. You're like, all right, fine. I'm yeah. taking all the fucking oranges.
0: <laughs> he's like, I'll give you these Blake Townsend year Lebrons for <laughs> for like fifty bucks.
1: 50, yeah,
3: Black they don't Townsend. even have like
1: any of the new Jordans or anything.
0: It's all like from three years ago. Yeah, Blake Townsend, you need to get some new Lebrons, man. At least like Lebron for Christmas,
1: buddy. Oh, yeah. We're gonna get you some new. We're all gonna we're gonna start a GoFundMe, and we're gonna have all of Akron comedy pitching for your new Jordans. Yeah, we're gonna be like the
2: poor at kid like at the some, elementary school.
0: Yeah, he could at mm-hmm. least get some like Lebron fours or something. What are they yeah. mean, like Lebron twelves now or something? He could get some like fours. <laughs> Like Jesus Christ
1: <laughs> Every time I see That kid's shoes I'm just like What the <laughs> They're just so Beat up And like yeah. sad yeah. And uh
0: Yeah Harrison too get... Harrison Poole We've talked about it Before but he needs To get some new Some new Nike Monarchs The, the old ones Are not looking tight um, I thought he new... I thought he rocked New balances No he wears The uh, Nike Monarchs uh, Yeah They're
1: like the uh, you, you too buddy We're this Christmas We're gonna get you guys Some new shoes yeah.
2: For sure. um, you guys are making me real self conscious about the footwear I wear around you guys anymore. <laughs> I didn't know there was this much. I don't give a emphasis. fuck. John
1: does. I I can't talk. Uh, I both of them, like I, I all of the shoes I own, both of my sneakers, have giant holes in the sole, like to the point where like I can't walk outside when it's wet. That's how big the holes are. I'm just too lazy to go get buy new shoes. Yeah, dude. It, here's the thing: like,
0: if you're wearing sneakers, I don't care if they look beat up. Like, I mean, like not like canvas sneakers. Like, I don't care if they yeah, look, like vans yeah, or truck yeah, tailors or something. beat up. Like they they're supposed to look beat up. But like, if you're wearing like Lebron's or Jordans, or you look or, you look like an idiot yeah. if they're all beat up and dirty. Yeah, dude. Like. <laughs> Like, I know it's dumb, but I fucking, whenever I go out and I'm wearing nice shoes and it's raining, I come home and wash them. Like, you know what I'm saying? Like It's, it's pretty like, weird, man. Yeah, but I want my shoes to look good. Like, I'm not going to, I don't have the money that's to fair. buy a new pair to wear every fucking day. Like, you know, like, it's I'm not fucking. Last time I
2: went to the, last time I went to the, so bro, yeah, and that's what ISIS
1: on. wants. And that's what they want. They want our sneakers to look all dirty and scuffed up.
0: Yeah.
2: So they're gonna blow up our local footlocker.
1: They're yeah, gonna blow John's up a footlocker lock. at the mall. Yeah. I don't believe it. Do you guys would think that's
0: like a real threat? Or do you think that's just bullshit? I, that like I mean if they're if they're like putting resources towards it, I think it's a real threat.
2: I don't know how much resources they're really putting toward it. I think they're just kind of going online and saying like, hey, white guys in America, they're defecting to ISIS. No, you I'm saying don't. like
0: if the government's putting resources towards protecting against it, like, I think that means... I mean, well, they have to, but, uh, I I think that's just hype.
1: Yeah. (laughs) To to get us... So, like, like, states and stuff can, like, justify their, like, police budgets and stuff, like... ISIS isn't gonna do shit. I I mean, they might. I don't know. And if they are, I think it's just gonna
2: be people here that they convince to go do something, and
1: Right, like a Brandon guys. type kid who Yeah, like a skinny
2: walks into white the
0: guy.
2: mall. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Opens up his trench coat and gets mm-hmm. tackled immediately because the police saw him with the trench coat and just assumed.
0: Yeah. If 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 Blake Townsend and and Harrison Poole were standing next to each other and an ISIS member walked by with a video camera, they would take video of those two standing together and be like, see, they can't even people can't even afford shoes in America. Right, this third world country, you live under.
2: <laughs> Look how terrible things are here.
0: This guy's wearing a tuxedo t-shirt. What, what's going on? Well, what would we socks? do if ISIS did attack? Would we, like, reinvade, like, Iraq or I don't Afghanistan know, really. or, like, wherever the fuck they are? I just, hope that they would suck. I just hope they attack, like, Alabama or something if they're gonna attack, you know? They attack, like, a, a state that, like, has a bunch of shitty people in it. Like, I don't know. Like Ohio. Hope this is, is going to age
2: very poorly if they do attack Alabama now. You heard it, <laughs> yeah, you heard it right. here first, oh, folks. That
0: might be a dude, we now. predicted it like the fucking <laughs> Simpsons, dude. Yeah. <laughs> um, we'll go to the next clip. I just have this clip labeled as uh, MSNBC uh, Cruz Nazi. So we'll see. Right.
7: <laughs> there were reports of a disturbing Nazi salute at an Ohio school board meeting. That was the response to a request to follow masking guidelines. Now Senator Ted Cruz has something to say about it. Now, there's many different ways you can choose to weigh in. This is what Ted Cruz is saying. This was during a judiciary hearing that was supposed to be about addressing possible violence against educators. During this hearing, I counted 20 incidents cited. Of the 20, 15 on their face are nonviolent. They involve things like insults. They involve a Nazi salute. That's one of the examples. My God, a parent did a Nazi salute at a school board because he thought the the, the policies were oppressive. General Garland is doing a Nazi salute at an elected official. Is that protected by the First Amendment? Yes, it is. Okay. You can hear the (laughs) Attorney General's brief response there. It is legally accurate that such a salute by itself is First Amendment speech. It's also entirely beside the point. The issues at that oversight hearing were the rising hate in America, which is wrong, and these efforts that foment harassment and violence, which are illegal. Uh, Governor Dean is here, and I, I invite your thoughts on all of the above.
6: Well, La Cruz is part of the problem. I mean, he incites hatred. He incites fury. He doesn't listen to other people. His voting record is, appa- is an appalling mess of racism, homophobia, and misogyny. And he really doesn't belong in the Senate. He's an embarrassment. Um, And there's unfortunately a lot of people like that in the United States Senate right now. Um, And it's just too bad. But the only way to deal with this stuff is to be honest, as Cavuto was, to say what the truth is. Uh, And then to expose uh, the people who are attacking him, that is getting to be a smaller and smaller number of people. I've said this before in this show. One of the big reasons that Raphael Warnock and John Ossoff are in Congress uh, in the United States Senate today is because the voters in Georgia got fed up with this nonsense. And and I think Brian Kemp's going to have a hard time to know who the candidate is. Uh, and I predict that Senator Warnock will be re- reelected because people are fed up with this. They're fed up with this in all the parts of the country. And I te- Texas and Florida get a lot of bad ink. I'd be shocked if DeSantis was reelected uh, as governor of Texas of, of uh, Florida. People just are sick of this. Normal, ordinary, good Americans, no matter whether the Republicans or Democrats, are sick of it, and they blame the far right and Trump and Ted Cruz and DeSantis and Greg Abbott. And all these wing nuts who are who know better for the most part and are simply catering to the worst instincts of human beings. Uh, And it's wrecking the country and we're not going to put up with it anymore. And I think there's a solid majority that's fed up with it.
0: It's it was just pretty funny that he was like his it's such a poor choice of words that he came off as though he was defending using a Nazi symbol. As you know, like as I don't think he came off as masks. that. I think he, he just did was. defend it. Yeah, he, was he was like, was. "It's protected by the
1: First Amendment." Like,
2: so are so are hard R's, but you'd like. Yeah, that doesn't mean you just say go say do it. that. Like, yeah. what the fuck?
1: And anybody, Jesus Christ, people are so dramatic. We ask you to put a mask on. Like, this is nuts. The oppression. I'm like it's just like it's a fucking pandemic. Dude. Yeah. If like, anybody
0: was wondering where that was. It was uh, Worthington, Ohio that that happened. Uh, of course, is, like, down yep. towards Dayton. California. Pretty
1: cool people down in Worthington. Um
0: <laughs> yeah. It happened in Cuyahoga Falls though. dude. not the Nazi symbol thing, but uh there was a uh, there was a student that like went to the council meeting on mask um, and like stuck up for the mask mandate and there were like parents like yelling at this like ninth grade girl like it was like it's oh you yeah. see
1: it all the time it's happening all across the country like people are like uh school were like freaking out because they want to uh want to put masks on in the school and parents just freak out in the school board yeah. and they're like this is uh you're this you're going against god and stuff did you see the lady in florida i think it was city council but she's like you're going against god's our given respiratory system and just fucking crazy
2: shit yeah yeah god's mad at you then because he's (laughs) killing us all with this covid thing i don't know how we're going against god unless you just want us to die is that is that the end game on this where we should just accept death
0: yeah dude the uh uh the girl luckily the the ninth grade girl in kaga falls was like was like super sassy and she was like (laughs) and she was like um excuse me can i speak like just like yelling like back, it was fucking hilarious. <laughs> I was like, "Yeah, that lady got owned by a fucking freshman." <laughs> and
1: I don't get, I don't get these people who are like against the mask mandate because, like, they they always come off as like they're so patriotic and freedom freedom fighters, and they like love our country. But it's like, why can't did, listen to the country then? Yeah, like, dude, just, it's just like you know what your country asks of you. Don't be a dick. And, and kill somebody's like fucking grandma. Like it, it's a mask. It's not like we're putting people like in internment camps and like making them wear like numbers on their sleeves. Like it, it it's nothing like Nazi oppression. People yeah. are just so fucking dramatic. Yeah, dude. It's, it's not just like based off whole...
2: race or anything okay. like that. It's just based off you being sickly and fucking gross and trying to keep sickly gross people away from everybody. Just
1: seems to want like a like a conflict to be like ooh like we're fighting for freedom like
0: yeah dude it's uh, like the,
1: the it's never going to get
0: mad. this uh critical race theory boogeyman that republicans have created it's it's like they're 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 like talking about their freedoms but while talking about their freedoms they're trying to get Toni Morrison's book banned from being taught in schools yeah. it's like you're trying to ban a book in the name of freedom? How the fuck does that make sense? Like, it's well, that's always that's always around. what
1: they say when they try to ban books, like fucking yeah. like To Kill a Mockingbird or like 1984. Like, we're doing this for you guys. We're
0: protecting you. Like,
2: and by the way, you guys are Nazis for wearing masks. You're yeah. like, what? That's not how that works.
0: Yeah, it's a little ridiculous. Uh, we've got one more one more news story. This is uh, something that's been happening constantly. And um, it's very, very alarming that this keeps happening. Um, I called this from CBS News. I called this uh, clip Flight Fight 56. Um...
4: (laughs) Tonight, we've got a frightening story of rage in the air. A first-class passenger punched a flight attendant in the face twice, forcing the flight from New York to Southern California to make an emergency landing in Denver Wednesday night. CBS's Errol Barnett has more.
8: American Airlines passengers voicing frustration as this man is detained by law enforcement. CBS News has learned while in the air, a flight attendant bumped the first class passenger and quickly apologized. Later, the passenger went to the galley, punched the same crew member twice, breaking bones in her face, returning to his seat as if nothing happened.
4: I understand that he actually punched her twice. She had blood splattered on the outside of her mask.
8: The JFK to Santa Ana flight was diverted to Denver, where the suspect was taken into custody and has been permanently banned from the airline. Today, CEO Doug Parker said it's one of the worst acts of unruly behavior he's seen. This type of behavior has to stop. And the best deterrent is aggressive criminal prosecution. It is yet another example of this year's unprecedented level of conflict aboard aircraft. This week, the FAA reported almost 5,000 unruly incidents for 2021, but only 216 resulted in civil penalties. It could result in jail time. FAA Administrator Steve Dixon told CBS News last month his agency's efforts to reduce clashes led to more than $1 million in fines and counting.
6: If you misbehave on an aircraft, uh, it's going to be a painful process, and we're going to get in your wallet.
8: Now, The FBI is investigating. It's unclear if alcohol played a role in this incident, but the FAA says it does factor into many of these unruly passenger complaints. And while Southwest and American have suspended alcohol sales until next year, United Airlines announced internally it will resume the sale of liquor in the main cabin, Nora, next month.
0: This, this might be a little controversial take but uh why is there alcohol on planes like I don't, don't. Some flights are long dude there's nothing to do might as well get drunk yeah, there's not don't fucking alcohol on Greyhound buses like you well, know? there should be because <laughs> they can't afford it okay flying is a luxury I mean I'm don't, sure there is let... alcohol on Greyhound buses but it's not sanctioned.
2: It's yeah. not from the Greyhound. It's definitely brought on from other people. But yeah, don't you dare take bag. away my fucking alcohol we, on planes. You
1: probably smoke meth on a Greyhound bus and not uh, <laughs> trouble... Um, um fuck this guy, dude. This douchebag first class. This is like
0: passenger. the 50th time we've we've done a story about this on this podcast, I think. But like,
2: I think this is the first one that was in first class. This is the yes. part I'm trying to figure out. Like you're flying you, first you, class, how bad could you possibly have it right now that you need to punch somebody in the face?
1: Right cuz he was bumped? Was he bumped from first class or just like bumped no, like, she bumped no, into she him with physically bumped him. Yeah. into him. Oh, yeah. Oh god. Damn, what like, oops, like, they're, like, it's a small fucking aisle, like, and she's probably pushing a big-ass cart, like, this yeah. is, and from somebody who has dealt with, like, people who fly first class pretty frequently, uh, they're all cunts. Yeah. Fuck every, yeah. they're so, like, entitled and indignant and, like, just think that they're the fucking goddamn, like, president and, like, deserve all this special treatment.
0: So it's it's a lot of that attitude that I. It's I've just crazy. Started. Like, why did this never happen before? Like, it's just all of it. Like, I think the it's pandemic point. just drove people fucking nuts. It has
1: though. There was there was incidences. Um,
0: yeah, with before. like Alec
1: Baldwin, like not. not no, there, like, there. It, it just wasn't. <laughs> so I, I just don't think it was so public uh, because yeah. you know flying was just every day. It was just no big deal. But now that like it went away, we, we couldn't fly. And now that like, oh, we're able to do this again, I think it's just getting more news coverage. But uh uh like when I was like in training for uh being like a travel agent, we wrote all kinds of crazy stories um about people like fighting and flipping out and stuff. But it, it, it is growing. It is yeah. like I I think there are more incidences that
0: like people Well yeah, I guess that Delta flight thing happened before the pandemic. That was Yeah, where
1: they had to, like duct tape the guy or something
0: they yeah. well they that was one and then the other one was where they like dragged a guy off yeah that, like didn't really do anything wrong <laughs> like, and they
2: like kind of fucked him up too like you could yeah. see his face is all bloody in the video yeah. and stuff and, yeah, and like that guy big... literally didn't do anything i think they just told him that hey we overbooked the flight so we have to like kick you off yeah of that's and he's what like, it was what? And he said he wasn't i didn't gonna get off the plane because he was a he was a doctor and he had like a crazy important surgery. Yeah, he was like, like, he was like an Indian
0: guy, yeah. yeah, yeah. That shit, that shit happens. Yeah, like, that's There was like a up. big movement of like people trying to get people to stop flying Delta because of it. Like it was, yeah, it was crazy. I was right I just, when I started uh, when I was like a travel agent. Did people um, ask you to like not put them on Delta? Yep that's crazy. Mm-hmm. That's that was hilarious. Like people like brought up. Um, and then when
1: all those boeings were like falling out of the sky people were like I don't want to fly on a boeing and I'm like they make a lot of airplanes though so like to find a flight that isn't a boeing airplane um just not yeah. gonna happen
0: yeah well
2: I just can't f- believe uh I can't believe this guy only got banned from this particular chain like it's not he's not allowed to fly he just can't fly this particular only
1: somebody it's not like he brought a gun on or
2: like you know maybe take over the plane
0: yeah well since jimmy's been worse since jimmy's already been on the podcast before and already picked his uh comedian i decided we were just gonna have like four mini clips of different comedians um these are all from the comedy seller uh this week of the comedy seller on comedy central um I just think that's like the mecca of comedy in the United States right now. So I think it's like a good place. These are from before the pandemic. So there's no like, de- uh, there's kind of one. But uh, <laughs> what clip did guys. I
1: bring on? I brought on like a Louis C.K. clip, right? I think so. Not, no. Uh,
0: I think you and Carter both brought on Louis. No, I was, da- I think I was Dave Chappelle. Okay. I think, I think, I think I brought a Dave Chappelle clip. Well, first I wanted to heard bring heard. a Bill Cosby clip. <laughs> yeah, well, that's why Aged poorly pick. Um, No, the uh, the first one's from Matthew Broussard This is uh, this is right when that Tree of Life synagogue shooting thing happened, but it's not about the shooting It's just about anti-Semitism in general um, This is Matthew Broussard from the Comedy Cellar
6: I'm
9: Jewish Is it bad? I don't want to make light about what happens It's just anti-Semitism is coming back and it's very Anti Semitism is one of the, the, like, it's some of the dumbest people I know. They always make these ridiculous accusations against Jews. They're always like, Jews secretly run the banks. Like, no, we're pretty open about that, actually. <laughs> it's not really a secret. Goldman Sachs, we put our name on the building twice. That's very overt. Lehman Brothers, Solomon Brothers, J.P. Morgan. The J.P. stands for Jewish people. That's not.
0: <laughs> uh, I fucking love That's that fucking thing. good. That <laughs> is good. Nothing ever gets old about about Jewish comedians like punching themselves, basically. Yeah, <laughs> like, it's it's the. Best. I love I love when uh,
1: a good self hating Jew. Um, <laughs> Pretty, pretty funny. They're
0: all self-hating. That's like the whole thing with their religion. <laughs> like, Sounds like a part of being
1: Jewish. Yeah, it's
0: like a, uh, it's like a God, God-fearing religion for sure. Like it's,
2: well, they did kill Jesus, so
0: yeah, that's maybe why they fear. And they control Hollywood and all the banks.
2: <laughs> <laughs> I
1: think me and Brad are going to take this podcast in a different direction.
0: Uh, <laughs> <laughs> well, they're doing a good job. I mean. Like, we do have the biggest, the best film industry in the world. I mean, so. Oh, uh, China's getting there, man. China's getting there. Are they?
2: I think Bollywood's going to beat us.
0: Korea is pretty uh, good. I think, obviously. Korea, is, Korea puts on some fucked up shit. Yes. I love it. I mean, Squid Games has exploded. Yeah.
2: <laughs> They're slowly going to take Netflix over. All,
1: all Korean films are, like, about, like, revenge and, like, just people dying like, fucked up. Super fucked up. Like, did you ever watch, like, Old Boy? No, very good Korean film watch the original Korean version not the shitty Spike version. version
0: I want
2: to see the Koreans do a a wrong turn reboot I'd like to see them handle that I think they would do well
0: Mm -hmm. this next one is uh, this is a guy I don't think many people have heard of Um, he's a comedy seller regular this is uh, Lenny Marcus from the comedy (laughs) seller
9: this girl one time before I got married said send me a dick pic and No, I'm not doing it. But she kept insisting, send me a dick pic. So there's a comic, his name's Will. I won't give his last name. Yeah, black dude, huge dick. I mean, like the Guinness Book of World Records Tootsie Roll. You know what I'm saying? Everybody's seen the picture. Some of them have the picture. So I sent this girl that picture of Will's dick. So she texted back, she goes, wow, great dick. I'm like, thank you. She goes, that's your dick? I'm like, no. <laughs> I said, you said send me a dick pic, not my dick pic. Yeah. So she sassily writes back like, what if I want that dick? I'm like, we all want that dick. <laughs> I want that dick, you want that dick. Couple nuns in Cleveland want that dick. Couple of elephants in Cambodia want that dick. Everybody wants that dick. I
0: I just thought that was that was one of the few like dick pic jokes that I've ever liked. Like I it was
2: movie. very well done.
0: Yeah, right? very, yeah. I didn't know good. I don't know who this Will guy is, but I assume everybody knows him. Uh, I like I the uh, I like the Cleveland reference. I liked that. Yeah, I uh,
2: I don't think I would want that dick. I think it would be very disproportionate. My spine's already kind of fucked up. That might throw <laughs> things off a little more. Yeah. I don't think that would work for me it would be really weird to have a dick that's a different color
0: right, i was thinking <laughs> the same right. thing he was obviously i didn't say that but he was obviously a white comic that, that yeah did, did the joke yeah I, I,
2: but the I other thing is that. too like if, if a chick saw a white guy with a black dick she would probably it's assume he's gross. dying yeah, She'd like, yeah you should like probably
1: that, get that
0: checked out that looks like right. fucking like there's no that.
2: circulation in there like it looks like it was a good time at one point but yeah. it, it looks like it's dying it's now like your
0: dick has crossbite. i don't know what's yeah <laughs> it's
2: been fucking jack frost out here
0: <laughs> all right this next one is uh this is roywood jr from the comedy cell everybody knows roywood jr from the daily show um but he's a great stand-up comic too
9: Just, it's just, too hot to be faithful. Can we agree <laughs> that after a certain temperature, you should just <laughs> whoever lived closest to your job. <laughs> and your significant other just has to understand. <laughs> I'm Finna sit in this heat, commuting all the way to the house? No. I'm staying with Beverly. She lived around the corner from the job. And I will call you when it's under 60 degrees again. And we can be a family.
0: I, I That's love great. That <laughs> He's so guy. I'm so pissed I missed him when he was at hilarities because that shows that right. Uh,
2: He's one of those people where I feel like that joke wouldn't work for a lot of other people. Like they'd just be like, "Wow, look at this piece of shit trying to cheat on his wife," and then Roy Wood does it, and it just it works.
0: Yeah, a, a lot of his shit is like is like very dependent on his delivery. Notice yeah. that, but he has such a unique delivery that he can make anything funny. I feel like, like, uh, he does, did that, like, I forget what it was called, but the segment that was like, uh, there was like a, uh, black people check or whatever on the daily show. And it was fucking hilarious. Just like gave, gave the like news from the perspective of black people. Every, and it was, it was, <laughs> it was great. Uh, all right. We got one more. Our last one. This is, uh, I think one of all of our favorite comics. Uh, this is Mark Norman from the Comedy Cellar. Who? Mark Norman.
1: One of my best friends is gay. He's obsessed with straight dudes. That's like his
7: thing. He's like, I love flipping a hetero. He's like, you know how hard that is? You know how hard it is to go out every night to a bunch of people you want to have sex with or don't want to have sex with you? I was like, that's exactly what it's like being a straight guy. (laughs) 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 What the hell are you talking about? I would argue it's just hard for me to sleep with a woman if you to flip a hetero. He was like, no, no, no. You have no idea. You got to take them out for hours, convince them. Yeah, yeah, same here. (laughs) He's like, no, 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 even if you do pull it off, which is like a miracle, they feel horrible after. Yeah, yeah, same shit. (laughs) We went back and forth for hours, talking about this all night, back and forth. Eventually, I woke up at his place.
1: (laughs) He is one of my favorite uh, joke writers, because, like, I can't tell if, like, it's weird, because it's like, he writes, like, jokes, like, one-liners that are also stories. It's like a weird hybrid, I feel like. It's, yeah, because it's, um, like most people, like most comics, would just like go into a story, but he ended with like a
0: very solid like punchline, yeah, just right.
2: one line that he knows is going to be the punchline.
0: Yeah, he does. He, that's a good description of He does like stories of like that are done with one liners. Like, it's, yeah, um, it, it's so interesting. If anybody who listens to this podcast doesn't listen to it, We Might Be Drunk, I suggest it. Um, it, it's so interesting to hear Mark Norman and Sam Morrell, who are probably like the greatest joke writers of my generation, like they're to hear their minds go through like working out bits with each other. It's the fucking, yeah. it's the coolest thing because you see it helped me understand better how to help people with bits than like instead of like like a lot of people will like try to suggest uh, a joke for somebody. Whereas, like, I think the more productive thing is just to suggest angles they could take with it. Yeah. Yeah. Like, that's, like, because you need to write jokes in your own voice. So, if you're helping you're, somebody, you should just suggest, like, different angles. They you're could more
1: take. willing to accept the help, I feel like. if It's like, oh, I guess I could go that angle and then figure out your own way to say it. And then when people are like, you should say this. You should say I'm like, mm, no, that's not, I don't know, that's not how I want to say it. That's not yeah. the point I was trying to make. And it's, yeah.
0: Yeah, dude, we, uh. it was funny um working on working on shit with uh like drew miller's really good at that like he like uh i was i was telling him about my like fleshlight joke that i was trying to work out that i couldn't get that i couldn't get to work and he was just like suggesting like different ways to take it and it was and it helped i haven't tried it out yet with like the ways that we talked about but it did i think it did help the joke um I don't know. It's 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 cool to work on shit like people keep saying they want to get writing groups together and shit. That shit and like, never fucking works. No, I like yeah, doing that. I don't that think for it like, does either. I like doing that for sketches, but not for yeah, not for,
1: not for fucking stand up. Uh no. it's just like I feel like that's something like you just need to kind of figure out on your own. Like keep going to mics and trying it in front of like different people and just being like, you know what, this it either works or it doesn't. Like
0: yeah. eventually it'll click or throw it throw it away usually when i think of a really a really funny concept that i think is really funny i will i will send the concept like the basic concept to like 10 different people just through text and it's like if half of them think it's got potential then i'll try it out you know like it's it's like if nobody thinks it's funny, then it's like, okay, that was just a high thought that I had that I thought was funny that nobody else does. You know, <laughs> like it's. See, yeah, I don't.
1: I'm like the opposite. I don't. If I think something's funny, I'm just going to say it at an open mic and see if it works. Yeah. And if it does, it does. And if it doesn't, whatever.
2: I used to be real skittish about that. Like there's so many things I would shoot myself in the foot over and say, that's not funny. And now I'm just willing to go try it. And if it doesn't get laughs, whatever, but I'm too quick to throw shit away too. I got to start just like changing it instead of throwing it away.
1: I've been going back to a lot of like my old jokes. I'm like, why did I stop saying this? This had potential. And then like kind of rewriting
0: them. Yeah. I have like, I have jokes that I've saved for like a year that like, there's just one piece of it that I could never get to work, <laughs> you know. Like that's like the, that's like the shittiest part. Like the, um, the the joke I've I've been trying about like uh, the billionaire space travel. Like I've I've gotten the part about uh the part about uh Bezos's company and the part about Elon Musk's company to work pretty well, but I just can't figure out anything for the virgin mobile side of it and it's and it's like it's kind of frustrating <laughs> but i don't know i'll probably think of it in the shower at some point you know, you know like yeah. it's usually Legends the best always shit frustrating. Comes to me <laughs> uh, do you guys have a a time where you think like you usually find your best shit like something that you're like sitting down to write or like just like working or
2: Right when I first lay down to go to sleep, I close my eyes. I sit there and think about things, and then I I usually just come up with shit right as I'm trying to go to sleep.
1: Yeah. So I was I I wrote wrote my best shit like yeah when I'm like supposed to be doing something else like when I'm (laughs) like when I was like working like when I was working from home I uh, I wrote a lot of my best shit working from home when I was supposed to be doing that job. Uh, I usually like walk around and just listen to music. and That's how I write. I just kind of like go on walks and
3: think. Yeah. Dude, if, yeah.
1: if Jimmy
2: ever makes it pro, I think he's going to have to get like a part time job to not show up to just so he can write the jokes that <laughs> he's supposed to be at that job.
1: Yep. That's the best time when I write was when I was supposed to be doing something else. Like, <laughs> I think every job I had, I when I was like, I'm like, oh, you want me to do this? Sorry. I'm just working on a
0: really funny punchline. Yeah. I, <laughs> I hate. Like, at work, we're not allowed to have our cell phones out. And I've gotten caught so many times that I think, like, they're going to write me up the next time it happens. And and so... Like, like I was
1: writing something down. I wasn't texting. Yeah,
0: well, now, like, I'll take, like, the paperwork that we do. And I'll just, like, take an extra piece of paperwork out and just start, like, writing shit on the back of it. But then I, like, usually leave those at work. So I probably have, like, like ten concepts that I've never worked on that are in my locker that I just like thought of yeah. at work and threw them in there and forgot about them.
2: You're gonna quit it's... that job, and the next guy is gonna get a Netflix special just off your <laughs> shit. All oh, these oh, are great jokes were to... in
0: here. He's like, um, it's weird.
2: It was like I was meant to be find gold. this. gold.
0: Yeah, yeah. What are you guys doing the rest of the weekend? I'm
2: Getting going drunk. to Kevin Morrison's Halloween party tonight, and tomorrow I gotta figure out what to do for this Browns game.
1: Uh, I'm going to a Halloween party. It starts at 6.30, though, so, like, yeah, I gotta start getting ready for that, and, like, yeah. I think I'm going over to my buddy's pregame. I was like, what the fuck kind
0: of party starts at 6.30? <laughs> That's how yeah. Kevin's yeah. is. It's gonna be like, six. At like, 9. Yeah, I think I'm gonna, uh, put on my Ted costume and go over to my brother's house to, uh, like, pass out candy with his little girls, so... Yeah. Uh, you're
2: not even breaking in your place? You're just going to say, fuck these kids? Well, Teach dude, them now I, I'm not I, giving out you candy? You don't want to be
1: the creep
0: yes. handing out candy like, by it's, yourself. That's exactly That's kind of true. I bought um, two bags of candy thinking I'm going to hand out candy, and then I'm like, isn't that kind of creepy to just, like, hand out candy by yourself? Like, I don't. I put I out guess. a bowl of candy
1: on my porch last year. Yeah. Uh, just so I was, like, hoping. I'm like, yeah, dude, somebody just don't steal my bowl. Like, I don't care if some kid just dumps it on me the bag nobody touched it i don't even think
0: i got trick-or-treaters no i'm definitely you definitely get them in kyle falls
1: i think i'm taking my nephew trick-or-treating or like going with his like like my sister and her husband
0: but uh, i also kind of want to go out and jokes on you so yeah i wish i could go uh, on i'm torn it would be fun to go to jokes on you and see everybody doing jokes in their costumes that's yeah yeah That's what they're doing.
1: Wait, so you're going to kevin morrison's halloween party he invited
0: me to that, but, uh... Hey, Buck Didn't him. want to go. Fuck you, what? Kevin Morrison. Didn't what? Him. No, I don't even know the guy. I do, we're just Facebook friends.
1: Yeah, he, uh, he goes to Grindstone a lot. He has, like, a long beard.
2: Yeah. He's gotten nice a lot dude. better, man. His, uh... His storytelling was kind of iffy in the beginning, but I've seen... Last time I did Front Street Social with him, he actually did okay. Really? Yeah. Just
1: okay? He did, he did okay.
2: Like, he solid. like, it was... I wouldn't call it a bad set compared to a lot of the other people that night. How did so, you do? I did pretty good. I
1: crushed it. Oh, so you did pretty good. Kevin is, okay. I
2: I, I wouldn't say I I crushed it. Tim uh Tim you Wolf has got me to it. Tim Wolf has got me to accept the fact that I've never killed ever because Tim Wolf says he's never killed. So if Tim Wolf has never killed then by those standards I haven't done shit.
0: Yeah, I'll so. I'll go ahead and say this on the podcast. Uh Tim Wolf, you're you're full of shit. I think um, you suck. I think you should <laughs> give up comedy. No, I'm, you should
2: really hit the drawing board. Okay, that's um, Iron
0: Man I or have, Rob Julio. I have seen Tim Wolf kill harder than almost anybody else in the scene. Like I've never seen it. Never seen it. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. Uh, uh, no, dude, Tim I is hate, amazing. Probably like, like, the best joke writer uh, in one, one of them in the scene. Yeah,
0: I like following him because it's a challenge. Like. Like when he did a guest set for my feature weekend and Pete was Pete was like Pete was like, I'm gonna put Tim uh first and, and Vaughn second and I was like, I was like you should put Tim first you should put Vaughn first and and you know, Tim second. And somebody asked me, like, you don't mind following Tim? I was like, No, I'd rather follow somebody good. Like I think it, it
1: get the crowd loosen up than yeah other people who tell possum jokes. <laughs>
3: <laughs>
1: yeah, uh, Von, I, I don't that. know. i I always murder. I don't know what you guys are talking about. I murder like Brian La- La- Landry laundry.
2: You murder then get <laughs> killed.
1: <laughs> what?
2: <laughs> you you murder and then get killed. Is that is that how that works? Then?
0: Oh, he's dead.
2: Yeah, you oh, didn't yeah, know he's,
0: that. He's dead. Dead. I wonder who. I wonder. They found it. They I like found his he, body. Yeah. 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 I wonder how. He Where? Died in the marsh it was
2: in it was in dog the bounty hunter's basement he was coming for him he wasn't joking
1: <laughs> did he uh did he like kill himself or was he
0: like murdered nobody knows i don't think
2: i think they only found like a partial skull or something so i i think a gator might have got him I, I don't know
0: yeah we're very much speculating right now um i don't <laughs> we heard we did hear that he was underwater for three days The on the last podcast we talked about it um
2: yeah, I just wonder. Some if lady she, like giggled. She was like, "It was really hot. Mm, it was really hot out there." So you know what happens g- to bodies? Giggled the the lady that was like the forensic lady that was talking uh, about his body, yeah, being out in the hot Florida sun. She seemed to think it was really funny.
0: Yeah, I wonder because they said he was like an avid outdoorsman, so I kind of wonder like if somebody killed him, like if like.
1: I don't know. I, I think really, he killed himself because he was just like, oh, fuck, I'm wanted for murder better
3: than
0: spending the rest of my I life mean, in prison. I mean, that's very possible. Yeah. I mean, people kill themselves for all kinds of reasons, but yeah, or a gator. I, I want to think that he got eaten by, a gator. by gators. Yeah, like the gator from, from like, the uh, fucking Captain Hook movie. Like that. Yeah. Yeah. He's yeah. like, what's this ticking
2: sound I keep hearing and then just <laughs> gets dragged underwater?
0: Yeah. <laughs> That'd be awesome. Uh, Oh, my God. Swamp People, good show. Watch it. Uh, I was really
2: hoping Dog got him. I'm not lying.
0: I I wanted that so bad. I would be like, oh, God, God. that'd be
1: so great if he found Fuck the Dude and, like, brought him in alive. He's like,
2: not only is he alive, he's addicted to cigarettes and he's Christian now. It's all because I brought him in. You're welcome.
1: I like that dog showed up like drunk to the fucking like the mom's house and just like where is he like stumbling around like did you yeah. see him in the video he's like visibly drunk
3: yeah <laughs>
0: yeah dude I I wonder what happened with uh, uh, Funny Stop last night um, what
2: happened why what happened
0: well it was supposed to be uh, it was supposed to be um, Man Man and Tank. Featuring Or co-featuring And I saw Pete post um, I think it was I think it was uh, Austin Roberts Austin Robertson and uh, Becky Salem Were there
2: Oh I bet he double booked them or something One Like he
0: co-features? Told... Yeah, I think so yeah it. Uh, yeah it says Full House Tonight with John McClellan Austin Robertson uh, Becky yeah. Salem and Nick J John McClellan yeah, that's the headliner this weekend.
1: Oh, because that sounds like the fucking that weird... Or he's not weird. He's a nice guy. Um, that dude that like lived in the, lives in his van. I thought he might have been like, hosting.
0: He might live in his van.
2: Who knows? I don't know. I know. It yeah, he must have double booked him if I had to guess. like He probably told Becky and Austin they could do this a while back or something. And then... Mm-hmm. Just kind of eighty six tank and man man.
0: Yeah, that must have been what it is. Like, hey guys, I'll did, give you another did you text weekend. Them? No, I texted him Thursday to ask him who was featuring, and he said he said Tank and Man Man. Um, but yeah, I saw I saw Tank and uh, Man Man post about it. That's weird. Yeah, that's yeah. They were like on a flyer. Though. He probably double booked them and told them like, hey, I'll give you guys another weekend. They drove from Columbus. You yeah. Know, so, like I don't I don't know. That's what I'm guessing. Uh, again, reckless, reckless speculation. But that's <laughs>
2: that's what we do here.
0: Yeah,
2: we should have yeah. named our podcast it, that.
0: Yeah, reckless speculation. I'm just gonna make up weird rumors and assumptions. They have a drop about- for it on one of the uh, on one of the ninety two three the fan shows. I think it's Bull and Fox. It's just like <laughs> it's just whenever they say something like like crazy, it's just this drop that comes up, and it's like reckless speculation.
2: I was really pissed watching this old <laughs> Disney Halloween movie the other day with Haley and there was like these guys and they were like a couple of ghosts that like patrol for shit and they were called Soul Patrol and I thought that would have been the dopest funk band name ever.
3: <laughs> what, and, movie? Uh, what movie? What uh, movie?
2: I can't remember. I'll have to look at my history and, and let you know. It was it was really stupid. Uh, basically, like these, these kids have a grandpa that dies and then they like never they didn't get to say everything they wanted to, to him. And then they start seeing like ghosts around their house and the ghost just kind of looked like a, like a screensaver from an old windows computer. And at one point the kid takes this jar and like puts it up to a keyhole. Cause he looks through the keyhole and sees a ghost. And somehow the ghost just like goes into the jar and he like closes it up. And the ghost is a black guy named jumper. Cause he was wearing like a parachute suit. And I guess oh, I thought probably, it was yeah, cause he jumped
1: off a building.
2: No, no, but, like, out of a plane sucks, too, I'm sure. <laughs> and, then like, his partner's, like, this colonial-looking dude. And, yeah, I'll have to I'll let you know the, the name I of it, but that, it was really stupid.
0: I heard that ghost show on, like, NBC or whatever was pretty funny. Somebody at work told me. Oh, yeah, I saw it. It looked kind of funny in the previews. I saw, uh, you know those uh, scrolling highway signs that, like, tell you not to drink and drive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. I saw one yesterday on the way to downtown that said... Uh, don't let spirits get behind the wheel. And I was like, That's that's, I, that's I kind was, of lame. Yeah, I was like, if uh if a uh, spirit got behind the wheel, you wouldn't know, right? You can't see a spirit. No. What's the danger? They're already dead. So
2: <laughs> I thought this was like a yeah. don't fly spirit thing. I didn't know.
1: I think they mean spirits as in cocktails. Yes, I understand yeah. that, Jimmy. That's what the joke oh. is. So I'm just making sure you know. <laughs> Things
2: are brand new. I appreciate it, Jim. I wasn't really sure about it.
0: No, there was another one on the way back that was like uh, something about ghouls or something. And I'm like, this is like, come on, guys. Can't you just say don't drink and drive? Like, it's.
1: No, I needed to be fun in Halloween yeah. or I'm going to fucking do
2: it. You guys good. really think that those don't drink and drive billboards make that big of a difference? Like somebody was going out that night and not there to go drink and drive. I guess I'll
0: get that. off at the
2: next exit.
0: Not only that, but yes, you are already driving when you see that billboard. So it's like, too what late are you now. Yeah. Like, I'll, I'll just stop in the middle of the highway. I'm not allowed to drink and drive. I didn't know before I saw this sign that was yep. up there. <laughs> Oh, man. All right, Jimmy. You got anything to promote, man?
1: Just high and dry November 18th. I'm sure I have some other stuff coming up, but I don't remember. Uh, oh, uh, LVT. Every Wednesday, guys. Come on out. Come on go. out and join the fun.
0: There you go. It is fun almost every week. Some weeks, Most are, most weeks. Some weeks are not fun, but <laughs> it happens. Yeah. Um, where can people follow you at on social media, Naughty Little Comedy Something?
1: Uh, Naughty Little Comedy Boy underscore four twenty sixty nine.
0: There you go. <laughs> on um, everything eight, except for, On everything except for OnlyFans, because OnlyFans you couldn't fit the underscore, so
1: Yeah.
3: <laughs>
0: follow, subscribe to my OnlyFans, please. Uh I, love that. I never did anything with that. It's just there. <laughs> You should. Um uh, Brandon, you got anything coming up?
2: Yeah, November 11th I'll be at High and Dry, so come out for that um, I can tell you where I won't be On Fridays uh, Other than that, I think December 17th, I'm pretty sure is the date I'll be at the West Theater doing some hosting So that'll be cool uh, right,
0: Cool. Who's the headliner for that?
2: I was trying to look it up, I'll have to Double check with Bill Stone, I'm not sure if he even told me Who the headliner was So they're was.
0: starting to do that monthly again
2: huh? Yeah, I guess so
0: Looking forward to
2: that though. That was a fun room to do.
0: Yeah, it's cool. I'm. Uh, I'll be there um, November nineteenth with uh, Milton Wiley and L.J. Payne and Cam Vanderhorst. So that'll good. Okay. I'll be at Funny Farm with Teddy Bruno and Mike Head on November twentieth. And that is all I have. <laughs> That's
2: it. Damn guys, we got to get booked more.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. If you're listening to this. And you want to put together a show, uh, Josh Sprague, it'd be nice if you could start mm-hmm. putting on shows again, buddy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. We'll uh, get out of here. We got hour and a half, so I should be able to cut it up and use half of it for Patreon.
2: <laughs> True, oh, yeah, man. Yeah. I got to get my Austin Powers on here in a little bit, man.
1: I got to be Fat Thor. Um <laughs> Which takes no effort at all. Dude, they call me the fifth Hemsworth all the time.
2: <laughs> the unsuccessful one?
0: Yeah, the, <laughs> the one that has to borrow money a lot. <laughs> that would be really funny if you were the, if you were the I'm fifth Hemsworth. Not the fifth Hemsworth. You the fifth Hemsworth. A, you Maybe you should change sketches. your Instagram
2: handle to that. The yeah. fifth Hemsworth.
0: Start Maybe. making sketches. It's <laughs> called the fifth Hemsworth. Like, I'm just calling Chris. I'm like, yeah, man, uh,
1: I'm a little late on the rent again. Uh, <laughs>
2: yeah. You call him up and you're making an idle conversation. So uh, how, how, how's the kids? They're, they're great. How's the career oh, yeah. going? Yeah, going good. Man. Hey, it's man, like, I, I heard you were in a new movie. Can I borrow some money?
0: Yeah, <laughs> you don't even have to ask. He's just like, what do you need? Brown Petri Dish is created by John Brown and Brandon Petri. Logo design by Brian Gallagher. Music by Jared Bailey. Audio version of the podcast is produced and edited by John Brown. Video YouTube version produced and edited by Harrison Poole.